On one level, I think it is safe to say that very often the question is more important than the answer. Uh, I say that for the person who has the question because if we don't have questions, we probably won't be looking for answers. And even if we hear it, we probably won't recognize it as an answer because it's an answer to what, to who. But if it's a question that we have, that question becomes very important. So Mary asks the question today, how can this be? For I've had no relations with a man. That's a pretty important question because the answer on one level, uh, even after asking that question, the answer is like, what? What's going to happen? What's God going to do? How's God going to do this? What an answer the angel gives. Oh my God. The angel says in reply, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Okay, yeah, and, 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 then it goes on. Therefore, the child who will be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. What? Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And then she goes on to talk about Elizabeth. That's a mouthful. <laughs> that answer is a mouthful. And all because or also because Mary asks the question, how can this be? As I said yesterday, Zechariah said basically the same, how, how can this be? And he struck mute. But today, the answer is really huge and really significant. This is truly a case of Emmanuel, God with us. Because that's basically what the angel is saying to Mary. God will be with you, and God will come through you, and the world will never be the same. In our final days, this is what we're up to. We're up to listening to, and of course, this is, this is the uh, angel uh, telling Mary what's going to happen months away, but we hear it just days away, and in the bigger picture of time, it's like minutes away from what we will celebrate on Sunday on Christmas. But it's important for all of this to come together and not to be chronological so much as to intensify what we're looking toward, because, you know, the answer, we have got to see it and hear it and appreciate it in the Feast of Christmas. I know on the Facebook page I, uh, I was accused of throwing in a twist. It's not my twist. I heard it so many, many years ago, I suppose, in the seminary. But I will always say this on Christmas Day. we got to look at the crib not in isolation because the crib has got to connect with the cross, not because they both start with a C, but because one follows the other as a has to happen. Um, our salvation comes not just because of the crib, but because of the crib and the cross. And the two are, are tied completely together. And really it is so in us too, you know. Uh, every time that we can say we experience God in us, Christ in us, you know, it's often tied to our own little crosses, you know. Our loving is often tied to forgiveness or letting go or going through a bit of suffering, becoming more selfless. And so today, as we 
get closer to and I hope long for the Feast of Christmas that we hear the answer of the angel, hear the blessing of Mary, but appreciate the same is true in us. We've got to experience Christ born in us, that we are carrying the Christ and that we are giving the Christ to the world.